Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Pete Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with the tea bag. Woohoo! <laughs> I love these episodes. <laughs> Me too. We did an open call last week on our social media. So, by the way, if you don't follow us, we're at Tea Time underscore 33 on Twitter. And then on Instagram, we're at Tea Time Pod. So before we get into the show and answer the questions, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says, Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, guys, let's do it. Which one of you very, very nicely organized these into different categories, these questions? Thank you, Katie. yeah. Of course, so the first category we have is celeb questions. So the first one comes from Valerie at What's Crackin' 3. And great, great handle. <laughs> they asked, if you could Freaky Friday with any celebrity, who would you choose? And I kind of was of like multiple minds about wow. this. I thought my like celeb tea time mind thought one thing. And then my like <laughs> powerhouse wannabe badass woman executive thought another thing. So like my first thought was someone like, Beyonce, right? Who has an entire staff of people living in her house, who has God knows people to wake her up, get her her hot water with lemon and get her (laughs) out of bed and dressed each morning. So like from a pure, just like routine standpoint, I really want to know what a super celeb like Beyonce, like, like what she does on a day-to-day basis. But then I was thinking I would actually prefer to Freaky Friday with someone like it's going to sound, but like someone like Shonda Rhimes or someone who like Ooh. a lot of people care about your opinion a lot and like are hinging their decisions based on what you think. Wow. And I'd love to just like wake up and read emails where it's like, 
Liz, like, what's your input? Like, well, you know, or like, you know, she like runs a lot yeah. from like a mm. business perspective. And I think that would sure. be really cool to be that powerful. That's a great pick. Amelia, what about you? Wow, you put a lot of thought into it. I was just like, oh, yeah. I mean, I said Beyonce first. It's like low hanging fruit, but. No, no, that's good. I was thinking about this. I was like, maybe like Gwyneth Paltrow just to, one, just to see inside her house. And also for the whole, like, how would people interact with you? I wonder just because of who she is, Mm -hmm. like, how would people treat you? Would it just. I I feel like that would give me so much insight into who she is as a person. Like, are they like clearly trying to please you? Are they trying to avoid you? Like, what's the whole dynamic there? And that like interests me a lot. That's true. Imagine like walking around and having your day and people are like tiptoeing around you. Could you (laughs) ever imagine that life? That would be crazy. I, uh, I had a similar thought. I had two mindsets again, like Liz did. First of all, I was like, I should Freaky Friday with the person who could bring about the most change in 24 hours. So then I was like, Jeff Bezos, donate all of his money to (laughs) climate change. Save the world, save the universe, like call it a day. Then I was like, I don't know if I could do that in 24 hours. And also like, (laughs) I don't want to be Jeff Bezos. So then I was, I was just like low hanging fruit. Like you said, I was like, I mean, it's got to be Rihanna. First of all, I thought about Beyonce and then I was like, Beyonce has kids and I don't want that kind of responsibility even for 24 hours. (laughs) True. Second of all, I was like, Rihanna's weird enough and unpredictable enough that like if you're someone else acting as Rihanna they're not gonna know because she sleeps like every two hours for oh, an hour really? she like has this weird remember that weird routine where like she has a profile where she like doesn't sleep yes, she, like I has do. random meetings <laughs> that's really funny she does whatever she wants so I was like it wouldn't be suspicious for Rihanna to wake up and act like a totally different person and then third <laughs> if you're Rihanna everyone wants to hang out with Rihanna so you can hang out with any celebrities you want like nobody's gonna ignore a text from Rihanna being that like let's so hang true. out that's so true that brings so, to my number one thing I would do, which you would do more good than I would. I would just go through iMessage and see who these people are texting and what ooh, they're texting etiquette like. Absolutely. Do any of them use emojis? Is that like really like <laughs> frowned upon? I just want to know about the contacts. Yeah. Get really the gossip. Just go yeah. through like all the texts going back years and years. For sure. and emails. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Absolutely. Maybe Amelia, you could use that power for good and find out who Toothy Timmy or whoever the fuck you wanted <laughs> to find tile. out about. Toothy <laughs> Tile, yes. I could just start texting people. Just like, who is it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have intel? Okay. Let's go to the next question. All right. This is from Jane Monroe at Granny Muns. Uh, and she said, could we get a top five list of who we, the Tea Time stands, should be feuding with? Incredible question. Amazing. Paul Rudd and Stassi Baby's butt aside, who else should we be coming for? First of wow. all, thank you. Thank for this. you, Jane. Uh, we love nothing more than feuding with people. And I took some time and thought up like just a just a tentative list of five names that I thought. And I'm, I'm oh, very wow. interested to hear who you guys think should be on this list. Here's where I'm at. And I don't know that I would have included Stassi, but I'm glad that she did. Yeah. Or Stassi's, specifically Stassi's <laughs> implants. So uh, I'll start out with Stassi and her butt. Uh, number two, obviously Paul Rudd, as Jane said. Three, just got to be Chris Pratt. Uh, yeah. Public enemy number one at tea time. Sure. Four, I went with the entirety of feral hogs. Just, oh, just all of them cut. included as one one entrance. And then fifth, I said Dakota Johnson, just because she started a company called oh. Tea Time Productions. Oh, I see. But we do was, like her because she yeah. was the original was like kind of a catalyst for the takedown yeah, of Ellen. But we're Degenerous. definitely feuding. We're feuding with her in terms of search engine optimization. Sure, that sure. Was, Give us the IP, Dakota. Yeah. Who else yeah. do you guys think should be on our tea time feuding list? 
Kendall Jenner. Oh, Kendall Jenner. Oh, yeah. Right. And yeah, Kylie and Courtney <laughs> yeah. and Chloe. They and can Kim. be, they can take Stasi's uh spot. They can all just okay. be in that little all together. That's yeah. Group. Yeah. I also want to say about the um Paul Rudd comment, because we did get a couple of these, and we <laughs> always do when we ask for mailbags. And I feel actually kind of responsible for just saying one thing. I don't want to, I can't address the rumors, you know, about my real feud <laughs> with Paul Rudd, but I am actively trying to grow out of my hatred of Paul Rudd. And wow. I think originally when I had that, that I that was like four years ago when I originally said that like one time. And then now the ringer has, as it does, you know, just like creates a world and a universe around it. Around one thought. But um, anyway, guys, I'm trying to improve myself and I'm trying to like Paul Rudd. And um, wow. yeah, I'm, I'm working on myself. Okay. So he's like an honorable mention slowly <laughs> yeah. moving out of the feud list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love okay. that. Understandable. Okay. Next question is from at Julia Hotick. Hotick? Uh, she says, you can bring one career back, Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan, or the Olsen twins. Wow. This is interesting. And I want, I want to answer it. And then I want to ask you to like kind of a follow-up question. So I think maybe it's recency bias, but our cringe mode dive into Amanda Bynes canon makes me really want her back in yeah. movies. I think she could be such a great modern rom-com lead with her. Like mm. she just takes the energy of like basically what we saw in her old movies and brings it to life. Now, obviously she seems way beyond that um, at this point. And I don't really feel a personal stake in Lindsay Lohan's career. And I don't, I, I wouldn't prefer to see like Lindsay Lohan on a movie poster. I'd prefer to see Amanda Bynes. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you guys, why don't you think we talk about the Olsen twins ever? Is it because they just like aren't around and in like our minds? Because they were really, I mean, huge pivotal celebs while we were like, you know, growing up. It's just kind of weird that we never talk about them. Yeah. We also got a lot of questions about the Olsen twins, which is yeah. true that you would think that they are pretty squarely in like our content yeah. umbrella. My take is that, like, they were relevant when they were really young and mm -hmm. they're sort of relevant now that they're older. But, like, they're mid-range years, yeah. they, which is, like, the age of things that we usually cover. They didn't really do much. Yeah. And their last movie was New York Minute, which was in 2004. Iconic. Which is, like, an extremely long time ago. So It's, it's earlier than we usually cover. Yeah. And we can't revisit, like, Passport to Paris, like that is legitimately like a children's movie. I right. feel like, and it, <laughs> yeah, I, don't I think know. they're too. They were too young when they were like creating all of their content. Yeah, and so I think like even if we did watch a lot of those movies and stuff, it seems. Which I don't know, Amelia. What do you yeah. think? Well, yeah, I think that if we were ever going to cover them, it would be like a cringe mode or looking back on thing because a mm -hmm. lot of the stuff that we do is really recent and yeah. like what happened this week and whatnot, and they mm -hmm. just yeah. not a lot. Of, happens other than they'll make like a cameo appearance for Ashley Benson's birthday or you know <laughs> yeah. they release a, a line of clothing and that's about it they're kind of boring right. in a good way in a good way they're boring yeah I, I agree it's it's a good thing that we're not constantly talking about them yeah uh, but yeah I agree with Liz I would I, I I mean it's hard to imagine any of these three listings as they are now yeah. sort of revitalizing their career like I just I don't know that I would want that. But if we could like go back 10 years, take Amanda Bynes as she was then and then mm -hmm. transport that to a career now, mm -hmm. I would like to do that. But like yeah. she and her little like face tattoos now. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> Amelia, what about you? Who's your pick? Amanda Bynes and Zillow Hannah, the Olsen twins. Well, I feel like the Olsen twins, they don't even they don't want their career back. Like they are True. doing really well as designers. They win awards and they have 
you know, these Elizabeth and James and the row and it, they're very successful and they want to be out of the spotlight, I think. So mm-hmm. happy for them. Um, I think that Lindsay Lohan, as much as I love her, uh, she's been given so many chances yeah. and she just can't quite keep it together. And there's this really great profile of her in the New York Times magazine. And it was like, I think the title was when you cast Lindsay Lohan in your movie or something. And it just like kind of chronicles her being cast in this movie called The Canyons that I think went straight to VOD. Yeah. And it's just you really kind of experience what it's like to cast her in a film and and have to work with her. And it's just Mm really chaotic and she doesn't show up to things and she'll come in late and she'll cry and just like try to make things better. But it's like you already had your chance and blah, blah, blah. So I think she's been given a lot of chances as much as I would love to see. I mean, Trust me. I wish that Lohan's Beach House TV <laughs> I was show did for well. you to drop that reference. Yeah. Love that. Um, but, you know, but Amanda Bynes. No, I totally agree with you guys. She yeah. just I hope she gets better and just, you know, she's really funny. Yeah. Just yeah, eternally rooting for her. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Next one. This is from Samantha K. Wagner. What is your weirdest celeb encounter being in L.A.? I'm in Boston and have no hope of spottings. Sad. Sad. <laughs> Sad for you. Love you, Samantha. Oh, Amelia, what's yours? I would say I saw Tyler the Creator in a Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Ooh, good nice. one. He was in the magazine section just browsing magazines and I was like, cool. Great. That's a great one. I feel like in the early days of Tea Time you used to drop a lot more of celeb stories or like friend celeb encounters and stories. Do you remember this? It felt like every celebrity we brought up, Amelia was like, actually one time my cousin was in Tampa and all of a sudden whoever the hell came out and we we're like, this is great. So I feel like you have like a real arsenal. You don't have to whip them out now, but I feel like you have encountered a lot of weird things in the celeb world. I mean, speaking of an arsenal, Liz Kelly, I'm sure has them. Uh, I mean, we've all heard the Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, Sweet oh, Rose. That's a great one. That's who, that is an all-time. An all-timer. Liz, I know you, you probably don't want to name a bunch of people, but do you have a crazy one that you want to mention? Uh, I don't think so. I can't, you know, I, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> who knows? Wow. Who knows? I remember you saw um, Noah Cyrus crossing the street. Oh, oh yeah, I did. And I texted you about it in the valley. <laughs> yeah. See, those are the things I, I have seen and encountered a lot of people. But also, I worked at ABC at the front. Right. The, the reception desk. shouldn't count. Work and ones then, just are not fun. Right, right. right. The work, yeah, but in yeah. my personal life experiencing celebs, I saw Noah Cyrus crossing the street in Studio <laughs> City and I was freaking cool. Because it's, um, it's rare that Liz texts you about a celebrity because it's like not that big of a deal when you've grown up in L.A like Liz has yeah. and so I just remember getting a text being like just saw Noah Cyrus crossing the street <laughs> I was like oh I cool. love Noah Cyrus I really I do that. I really do uh, she has a yeah. great okay. song that one she, song. oh my god yeah it's not to go on a tangent but she's like a great arsenal of music I've been really listening to her recently agreed um Okay, let's go into the next category, which is like cringe mode slash movie suggestions. There's only two in here, but Amelia, you yeah, I thought the there would be one? more when I named this category. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this is from Jomi, who works with us. He does social with me. Uh, hi, Jomi. You are a great coworker and friend. Thank you for asking this question. <laughs> oh my god, so sweet. And this is a great question. Thank you, Jomi. You have to live in the world of any decom. 
Which one would you pick and why? Kate, do you have one? Oh, you asked me first, knowing that I have not seen very many. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Liz, you have one? Uh, yeah. I don't have a specific. I just want to live in one where it's like magical. Oh, yeah. You know? Like Halloween Town or something? The look on Liz's face when I said that <laughs> What do you mean was, magical? Obviously, like, you've never seen a lot of I don't want to live in fucking Camp Rock. Like, I don't want to <laughs> live in one that's like in our world. I want to go to a different world that's more exciting than our own. You mean you don't want to go in going like, like Camp Rock? Camp <laughs> yeah, Rock. Yeah, I don't. No, no, I don't. I don't want to live in a world where the Jonas Dang. Brothers still exist. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay, Amelia, my answer is a probably low-hanging fruit, but I feel like this is a universal feeling. Yeah. Yes. I feel like in our year of 2020, we would be more advanced and all kind of living in a smart house type of situation Ooh, where you say something and then one. a smoothie pops out of the wall and you're like, thank you, whatever the name is of smart house. So I feel like I would love to live. I know it kind of goes haywire and the whole the end is kind of like she takes control and like ends up like a black mirror oh, whatever, episode kind of. But I feel like I would love to spend or live, you know, a couple of weeks in a house that like did things for me and talked that would to be me cool. and stuff like that. What? Sorry, what movie is it? Smart House. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize that was the name of the movie. <laughs> cool. God. Amelia, what's your pick? I think that is a great pick. I agree with you. I, I mean... I, I'm Smart sorry. all the way? So I guess so. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like space, Xenon, Xenon the sequel, Ooh. you know? Well, I, I don't. I'm very scared of space, <laughs> but I understand <laughs> the sentiment. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, okay. Next question, Kate. Uh, this is from at the man 1050. Is there a creepy Christmas television special your family always watches? We got a lot of holiday questions, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. We're just all in on the holiday season at tea time. And I am home and we just decorated for Christmas. So I'm in like the Christmas mood. And our family always watches like the old Christmas specials. Like the, first of all, like the Rudolph, the Red Nosed Reindeer, like the one from the 60s, mm. the year with no Christmas or whatever it's called with the heat miser and the snow miser. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, before it was like a TikTok trend. Um, <laughs> but the one we always watch, which I'm sure neither of you will have ever heard of, is Mr. Magoo's A Christmas Carol which is like a 60s cartoon mm. Christmas, like a Christmas carol. The thing that I always think is funny is when we were younger and we used to watch this, it was like a movie. Like we'd sit down every year and watch it. And now if I've like watched it recently, it's like 21 minutes long. Like it's oh, like really? barely, it's barely an episode Whoa. of television. It like used to be like this long like tradition, et cetera. And now I'm like, this is so short. But it's fun. It has songs. I don't know. What do you guys watch? Yeah, this is a good one because you actually said a Christmas special. I also haven't watched a lot of Christmas movies. I've never seen The Grinch. I've never seen oh. the, not a Lamb Before Time. What is it? The, the where That's he dinosaurs. time travels. Where he like, you know, he looks back and he's a bad person. Then he's a good person. The Christmas, Carol? Christmas Carol? Yeah. Haven't seen that one. The um, Lamb Before Time Christmas Carol. Huh? Maybe, but I have like every year my sister made us watch this French movie from 2005 called Joya Noel, which is about oh. World War One Christmas time, oh. and it's actually Sounds quite dark. good. It has yeah. Diane Kruger in it, who we love. Oh, it's right. a really good movie. You guys should watch it. But that's is my it only in French? Uh, yes, it's well, multiple languages, World War One, but you know, there's some English in it. You know, from okay, wow, hmm, subtitles. You know, tune in if you want. It's a good, really good movie. I swear. I swear. No, I believe you. I believe you. I just. Sure. Um, wow. Odd choice. I'm Amelia, what about just you? learning so many things. Um, yeah. You know, the claymation stuff is, I yeah. guess, creepy. Um, 
It is creepy. It actually really is creepy. It is a little weird. It's a little weird. But yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, like the details, like the rosy cheeks, that's yeah, like nice. I I like the Rudolph one with the uh, the elf who wants to be a dentist. Oh, my God. That that's actually funny. Yeah, I agree. It's Um, It's a classic. It is a classic. I will say it's not really creepy. It's some of the humor is kind of crude. But my family and I, we really love a Christmas vacation. Mm. What's that classic? Uh, it's the National Lampoon Christmas Vacation oh, Griswolds. Oh, yeah. cool. Never really? seen that one either. You should. I, I think <laughs> you would you really like it. Christmas? Like? I do. I love Christmas. I don't know why. It just wasn't it. part of my I arsenal. think you'd really like it. It's really, and it's it's short. It's super short. We're going to have to hit some of these on uh, Cringe. Yeah, seriously. Months, oh my okay. goodness. I'm down. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, moving on to some personal questions. My, I love when we get these. <laughs> love a personal question. Um, the first one comes from a VIP tea timer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Anne Hallowell, my sister, texted me this question. She said, what hobbies have you tried getting into for a hot second in quarantine before (laughs) abandoning entirely? Her example was that she's like, you know, tried to do Duolingo for a month. She tried to like thought about crocheting. Good for you, You know, like these little things. I know, right? (laughs) I was like, I can't relate. Uh, But like these little things where you're like, okay, like I have time. I'm going to get into this. And you like totally abandoned it. Um, my example is that I don't know if you guys, when I first got on TikTok, I got all of these TikToks for like people making like procreate stickers. And it's like supposed to be these soothing videos where they're like doing these lettering on like this iPad app and they're outlining it. And it's like very soothing, very bright. And for some reason, me who has the worst handwriting in existence (laughs) and also can't draw and has an iPad from like 2005 was like, I could do that. So I downloaded the app and like literally was like, I'm going to start like doing lettering. And I did it for two days and was like, literally, I have the worst handwriting ever. I don't know why I ever (laughs) thought I could do that. So I did that. I also have been doing like nail stickers. Oh, that's nice. Oh my God, fun. I was going to say your nails look really nice. probably in probably four years. Yeah. Okay. But I've gotten really into that over the holidays. I have like a little Christmas tree on my nails. Oh my God, that's so cute. See, look at it. Look at it. Look. Oh, that's so cute. cute. That looks that's amazing. Good. Thanks, that's guys. really good. I got oh them God. online. So you could do that. It's not really a hobby, but that's what oh, I'm into yeah, right is. now. What yeah, about you guys? Oh my God. Liz, do you have anything? Well, I've tried like every kind of workout over the last five oh, months. And, mm, and I yeah. tried the from the clothes. And I think I've talked about each one of my phases. Yeah, I've gone through a lot of different workout phases. Haven't lasted too long. Now I'm into walking. Um, <laughs> nice. And, and yeah, I did Duolingo. Tried to like brush up on my French for a hot second. That died. I read for like a minute and then now I'm not reading. Mm. So I tried to better myself in various ways. I, I like baked one tiramisu, which was uh, cool. But what? yeah. Yum. I, but that's it. I like haven't stuck to anything. It's so sad. That's good. Yeah. We've had a lot of time to pick things up and abandon them. Amelia, what about you? Yeah, exactly. You did some um, letter writing. You wrote letters oh, to people. Yeah. I did write some letters, but then I was like, oh my God, I don't even know what to talk about anymore. You know, it's just like. Yours okay. to me was about ice cream. Yes, because I saw this really great ice cream commercial. I was like, damn. And it looked That's like a really so universal cute. topic. I've been trying to find that ice cream for the past like two months. and I haven't <laughs> found it anywhere. <laughs> it's so disappointing. Yeah, I tried journaling. Oh, okay. me too. I yeah. got a journal too and I did it for two days and I have not <laughs> and, kept up well, on it. Yeah, it felt no like more. I was like riding home from where I was like, it's day 75 <laughs> yeah. of quarantine and the food is running out. Like it was just, it was bleak yeah. and I didn't want to. It's like, what yeah. is there to talk about? Every day right. is the same. I know. Truly. Truly. So, anyway, um, what's the next question? <laughs> this is from Dina at Dina Ali. 
Um, would like to know what your YouTube suggestion pages each look like. Mine's like clips of the crown and tasty recipes. I wish mine had that much variety. Mine's like <laughs> almost straight K-pop these days. Mm. Uh, it, it recently has had like some figure skating mixed in. I like got back on like a figure Ooh. skating kick Ooh, for a little while there. That's cool. And then just like some, I'm on YouTube right now looking, just like some regular pop, but ooh, yeah. it also had some workouts sprinkled in there for a while, but I didn't oh, like that good. because nice. then I felt pressured to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and like, you don't want to do it as soon as they tell you to do it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> that's mine. Not very surprising. Yeah. Mine is painfully on brand. It's um, how many, there's six recommended videos and five out of the six are Miley Cyrus video like covers <laughs> like backyard sessions and then yes plastic hearts interview Miley Cyrus unplugged it's all Miley Cyrus because that's I don't really I never went on YouTube to like explore or you know you know there's like a people that do that you know they just mm-hmm. go and they spend hours I never did that I always like went to go look for something and apparently there's always Miley Cyrus so mm-hmm. and then I have one um Hiram skincare by Hiram video do you know that guy? Ooh, no <laughs> but that's it he's my sixth one that Amelia, is really who's yours? on brand yeah uh, that's I love those. Uh, I have a lot of true crime. Ooh. Um, yep. Uh, true crime YouTube. I didn't really know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Is that like huge? Um, We've got but, like why was OJ Simpson acquitted and the murder of Gianni Versace? Um, oh shit! Wow. Yeah. Ryan Murphy. Very. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Weird, huh? Um, <laughs> I also have election results with John Oliver. Uh, mm. I've got the Lady Gaga Shallow Live with Bradley Cooper. Ooh, oh, my that's a great video. <laughs> yeah. A classic. I've got a um, podcast with uh, one of the drag, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. So uh, this is also very on brand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and every memorable voting confessional from Survivor. There you oh go. my! There you go. <laughs> Yours wow. at least has variety. You're you're a varied woman, and you're interesting, <laughs> which is important. This was about Siloed. exactly exactly what I would have expected. Oh my yeah. goodness! Okay, next question is from Sydney Skaggs, and she asked, "What were your foundational young adult books?" And I love this question because it's fun to think back at all the random, not just the Harry Potters of the world, but there's a lot of weird stuff in between that I read. Um, so yeah, you have the Hunger Games and the Twilight, which is like a given, um, which I did read and loved. But I'm going to throw out a couple other titles. And if they don't hit, like, I'm going to pretend I never said them. <laughs> um, but if anyone else listening recognizes these titles, just message me. Okay. We're going to start Universal. The Click Books, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh. Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snoggy. Yeah, I was Amelia obsessed likes that one. <laughs> with that one for, like, a hot year. Obsessed. It was, like, a whole series. I read oh my God. all of them. There was, like, so six good. or seven books. Yes. I read all of them. Did you okay. watch the movie? With no, Aaron because and Taylor I, Johnson. I didn't want to touch it. I didn't want oh, to like okay. ruin the the thing that I had in my brain. The movie is cute. I will say that, and it stars Rupert Grint's now partner. Oh yeah! Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. That. Yeah, that was my first introduction. Like you know, she was kissing everybody. <laughs> she was like smoking cigarettes. She was like all cool, and I was. <laughs> right. I think so I not. genuinely. I think I genuinely didn't get those because I didn't want to check out a book from the library and have my on my parents' <laughs> card that had thongs in the title. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I literally think that is the only reason I didn't read those. Yeah, oh, that's, that's fair. Funny. Wait, Amelia, I'm gonna throw one other one out now that we're kind yes. of on the same. Break, and I'm not sure that you've read this, but it's called "The Earth, My Butt, and Other Big Round Things." <laughs> 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 wow. No. 
I'm, no, but I've heard this, of it. I've heard of it. This perhaps is like set up my body dysmorphia for life. I don't know what, I don't know what the book was even about. I just remember the title and it's like, you know, we're all in our parents' home. It is still up there currently. Um, okay. So never mind. Let's just forget oh, that. But if anyone listening that. has read that, you know, hit me up. Yeah. And then there's also a whole series of books. My older sister said that it was like too scary to read, like The Lovely Bones and oh. other other books. Traumatized like that. me for so long. <laughs> yeah. She was out to protect me. What about you guys? What other weird <laughs> shit did you read? Mine were like very, um, little like fantastical. So I was mm. very into the Tamara Pierce books. Those are like still my favorite books, which are like, I don't know. It's like Game of Thrones, but for young mm. adults and about women. Oh, cool. um, oh, nice. Love the Redwall books with the oh. animals. I don't know if anyone, if any, I have another, there's another question later on that I wanted to talk about Redwall. So I'll skip it for now. Okay. Also Meg, uh, Meg Cabot, Meg Cabo. <gasps> yes, Meg Cabot. Cabot. Yes. Yeah. Iconic, all of yes. her. And she has like seven different series. Just all of them. I read like all of them. Actually, the yeah. Princess Diaries ones were, my, I think my least favorite of all of her books. Oh. I read like all of the other ones. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants also was Oh, yeah, me too. I love that one. Okay. Um, Amelia, any other titles to throw in? Well, I I agree with the Meg Cabot and uh, everything you said. Also, the um, Harry Potter books. Is that okay to say? Can I say that? Okay. We all Um, read them. It was foundational to like, you know, millions and millions and millions. It was. It It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, Shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, next question is from Jay Marie at Where the Hope At. And they asked, Ooh. did Lizzie McGuire's outfit repeater line play a wardrobe role in your school days? <laughs> outfit repeater or outfit rememberer? So just great, <laughs> great call. Great <laughs> reference from the Lizzie McGuire movie. Give me the yes. background on this because I don't, I don't know what that is. It's graduation day. Okay. Kate Sanders, who has been Lizzie McGuire's eternal arch nemesis, the cool, the pretty, also after Ethan Kraft girl. <laughs> comes up to Lizzie McGuire. And this is in the very beginning. She graduates and then she goes to Italy and has this like transformative experience. But she's, so Kate Sanders, I may have copied and pasted this quote into my notes. She said, only you would think that you could hide that powder blue puffy sleeved. It's kind of a peasant dress, but really it's a questionable disaster of fiber content that you wore to the spring dance. Lizzie McGuire, you are an outfit repeater. (laughs) And it's like, dun, dun, dun. It's like big, huge F you to Lizzie McGuire. Um, That's devastating. There are Kate Sanders everywhere in this world, in every high school, in every Mm. person's experience, I feel like. So I have a similar, or not really similar, but kind of like a a mean girl versus Liz Kelly moment that sticks (laughs) out. But it happened to me when I was much younger, but transformed me just as much, which was I was in the eighth grade and I was sitting in a classroom next to my version of Kate Sanders. And my legs were out underneath the desk and the sun, the California sun was hitting through the classroom and basically reflected all of my leg hair, which I had not started shaving yet in the sun. And it was like glistening away. And me and my version of Kate Sanders looked at each other, looked at my legs, looked back at her legs, which are like, you know, hairless and shimmery and whatever. Of course. And she just kind of smirks at me and she's like, "Mm mm-hmm. And I literally transformed my entire life, went home that day, shaved. Like my whole body was like, oh my God, I'm never, never stepping outside ever again, blah, 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 blah. And um, I had never, that was like, you know, a very transformative moment for me. I was like, oh my God, am I so behind? Blah, blah, blah. Wow. That's so specific and so traumatic. I'm sorry. These kind of things stick with you, you know? You've recovered totally. You have. Thank you. you I still do shave my legs, so maybe maybe (laughs) not. Do you guys have anything like that, like a Kate Sanders or like any moment in your high school or middle middle school experience like that? My thing similar to yours would be when my uh, freshman year of high school, my JV volleyball coach told me that I had to pluck my eyebrows. And that was when I plucked them. So I went home and literally like plucked them so thin and so far to the sides. And I had a horrible eyebrows for all of high school because I was so self-conscious about my eyebrows after that. And you have such amazing eyebrows now. I'm so happy. Thank you. They they really recovered well. Uh, They bounced back. I think I've said this on this podcast before, but that's like my similar where I was just like, I remember every second. It, she was like a younger woman, so it wasn't yeah. like some rando like man told me to pluck my eyebrows. But I that's was like, almost oh worse as a as yeah. a if she was, was like a young mean girl coach figure. Oh hell God. no! One girl on my soccer team called me a um, a walrus once, and then that also. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Amelia, like, do you have any example at all before I just like keep naming dramatic moments in my life? <laughs> I honestly, I mean, I'm sure I have. I just like I'm blanking right now, but I'm sure Amelia I've, like, blocked was perfect. Them out. Her no, life. no, no. I just I think I blocked them out. Probably. Honestly, it's good. It's not good, good to remember those things. I wish I <laughs> yeah. could. Yeah. Not okay, good let's, to dwell. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. Next question. <laughs> um, speaking of style, Amelia put this one in here. 
This is from Meg at Aomego. Great handles from these people. It's right? not just their names. I'm really impressed. Uh, she said, I have a question mainly for Kate. I want your thoughts on at least one of these two K-pop topics or both if you are inclined. The boy well, group t- crop top and the boy group mullet. Yay or nay, pro or con, et cetera, et cetera. I got a lot of K-pop questions that I just decided not to include because I didn't, I, you know, the, the audience is not particularly engaged as I'm staring at them on Zoom. Uh, uh, I'm but, engaged. We're engaged. This I know. It's okay. Engaged. You put this one in here. So this is the only one we're going to do. Um, I'm very pro crop top oh. and mullet oh. in the K-pop existence. Here's the thing. It's like the whole point of K-pop, the whole appeal of it, in my opinion, is to be different from American mm. pop culture and like wow. different from what we see. So like, and it's very overstyled, very dramatic. Like I want all the crazy hair. I want all the crazy outfits. Like that's the whole appeal. Like I don't want them wearing cargo pants and beanies like Justin Bieber. Like I have Justin <laughs> Bieber for that. So I'm very pro crop top on just men in general. I feel like we just need to bring that back. Uh, mm-hmm. I would take a crop top in a boy group over a crop top in a girl group any day. Wow. Uh, it's yes. a female gaze thing, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm loving this. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I'm pretty pro mullet. It depends on the execution. Really, okay. the crazier, the better. Like, the, if it's a crazy wow. color, if it's like, you know, I just, yeah. The crazier, the styling, the better. So I'm very pro both of these things. Love it. Thank you. Great wow. question. I just, I'm blown away. I, lo- I love <laughs> yeah. that you are in. I was going to, I thought you were going to say no, the crop top. But like, no. I'm so glad you yeah, said yes. I'm all in on the crop top. Nice. Men in crop tops, A plus. Yeah. Into right. it. It's like 80s kind of stuff. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyway, all right. I'm sorry. Moving on. Um, Paige Piper at Piper312. Amelia's Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts pairing still makes me smile. Amelia, if you had to pick the drinks that best represent Liz, Kate, and Kaya, what would you choose and why? Okay. I don't know who put Kate, did you put this in here? I think so, yes. Great question. Mm-hmm. And so, and I really honestly did think long and hard about this. So just humor me for a second as I read what I've written down. Okay. 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 So Kate would be a macchiato, which is a shot of espresso and milk. And like a macchiato, which has, you know, like I just said, a shot of espresso and milk, and you get it like layered, you know, she has dueling parts of her personality. Like she's not just a thoughtful person, but she's also very funny. And I think she is definitely proof that you can both be woke and have a just an incredible sense of humor. And I think a lot of times people are just like, you can't be woke and be super funny, but sorry. Go to Kate's oh, Twitter. Um, I'm so touched. Oh, my and then, God. <laughs> additionally, like espresso, she has bold takes, which are more often than not 100% correct. And she is confident with her opinions. But at the same time, and this is the milk part, she doesn't try to force her opinion on other people and will take into account what others think and like the opinions of others and the experiences and which is such a hard thing to do. But she does it so well. And she's opinionated and strong, but still very likable, like how macchiatos are strong, but still tasty. And then she is also warm and generous. And I feel like macchiatos are warm and they are also generous if you get a large one because then you feel full. Uh, So that is Kate. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm going to cry. I'm (laughs) emotional. (laughs) Okay. And I said, Liz is a matcha latte, which is matcha with milk. And like matcha, you might think it tastes a certain way, but once you actually sip it, you start uncovering like more and more flavors. And I think when you first meet Liz, you're like, okay, she's like 
so nice. She's so sweet. Like, like matcha is really sweet. And she has like the most soothing voice. But once you get to know her, you find out that she is so hilarious. She just has all these great ideas. Uh, do you remember the Leo meme? She came up with that. That was iconic. Um, she isn't afraid to be silly. And I think she isn't afraid to encourage other people to be silly too, which is awesome. So like matcha, you uncover more and more once you get to know her. And it's just a really fun, flavorful experience. Um, oh. And then also like matcha, Liz is always very prepared. And matcha, if you do not know, takes time to prepare. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and um, there are times, you know, when sometimes... Uh, Kate and myself want to be loud and, you know, into the women's soccer team. And (laughs) it's so good to be prepared and have facts like ceremonial grade matcha. She has standards, people, and (laughs) she takes the time to really think the, through the facts, give us the facts, give us the um, the deets. And I really admire that because sometimes, you know, I listen to myself and I, I'm like, oh my God, Amelia, shut up. Um, and then also like the macchiato that Kate is, Liz is also very genuinely warm and very thoughtful. And I so appreciate that. Oh, uh, <laughs> this is so sweet. This and is that- like, oh my God, <laughs> I wasn't ready. And then Kaya, I said, is like vanilla spice, which is vanilla spice flavors and steamed milk. And this is under the tea selection. And like vanilla, I think Kaya is like the standard. You know, she is truly just the go-to person. That's why she's picked to handle so many podcasts um, because you can't get better than Kaya. And, you know, obviously I love all the podcast producers. They're great. But Kaya is iconic. Um, And I really respect Kaya's opinion because she is so smart and she gets it. And I hope that makes sense. I'm sorry. I'm just not very eloquent right now. But uh, she may be like the youngest, but like Vanilla, she is just she's the go-to person. She is the person you want to hear from and that you really respect. And like you never leave out vanilla on a coffee menu. You never leave out Kaya on a podcast lineup. Um, Amelia, (laughs) this is like, oh my God. (laughs) And I also said spice because Kaya is spicy. I wish you guys could read our Slack sometimes because Kaya has some, yes, amazing zingers, like at least once per day, if not more. And they're just so great and hilarious. Um, But yes, I'm going to use the warm analogy once again, because I want you all to know that like Kate and Liz, Kaya is so welcoming and she makes people feel really comfortable. And just all in all, everyone that uh, Liz, Kate and Kaya, they're like Dunkin' Drinks. You know, they're all tasteful and charming. So, okay, sorry. But anyway. I don't know Um, how we come back from this. How do we continue our podcast? I'm very genuinely emotional right now, Amelia. I'm like tears. I don't know why. It's just so sweet to hear you talk like that. You're like matcha too. Look how much you prepare. <laughs> yeah. I so had no emotional. idea that was coming. Oh my God. You're so sweet. Wow. Just uh, dethrone Liz's childhood <laughs> journal as best surprise mailbag. <laughs> Tea time. Hell oh yeah. Goodness. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. That was a how better answer than I could. That. Like right. that was above and beyond any answer I thought was that coming. Was. I'm emo. I don't know how we pivot to Midwestern food now. Oh, no, this is good, though. This is good uh, this one. <laughs> I guess we're going to try. Um, okay, so oh, let me just wipe my tears. Uh, <laughs> Rose Galley Hall at Rosie Rose 15 asked us, what's your favorite Midwestern food? I would love to hear Liz's thoughts on the Indiana favorite giant pork <laughs> tenderloin. Now, I'm kind of a tenderloin anti. I don't love mm. a tenderloin as someone wow. from Indiana, but this made me look up 
Midwestern foods because I would love, you know, Liz, Liz on this podcast a while back was like, I would love to go to Dairy Queen. I've never been. I think it's cute yeah. how they hold the oh blizzard gosh. upside down. Yeah. Yes. So I, I still do. Like, that's still true. <laughs> and I just think it's fascinating the things that Liz has and has not had or heard of in terms of food. So I wanted to ask Liz just a couple of Midwestern foods. I want to know <laughs> if you know what these are and if you've ever had them. Okay. Um, put this in the outline, but I trust that she did not look it up. <laughs> yeah. First of all, uh, and Amelia also from Minnesota, I assume you know what these are, but if you don't, please let me know. Uh, first of all, Liz, puppy chow. Do you know what it is and have you ever had it? Um, I do know what it is. I had it once, but I do know what it is. It's the Chex, the sweet Chex Mix, right? Yeah. In like powdered sugar and yeah, chocolate yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Just an absolute religion in the Midwest. Amelia, have you had puppy chow? Yeah. Oh my God. Of course. We'd, at, I remember at school, people would bring in yeah. giant bags of it. Oh, really? It was like every mm-hmm. volleyball game, parents had puppy chow, every school event. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's okay, yeah. a big thing. I, I don't do know, know why. That. Okay, great. One for one. Uh, two, can you name all of the toppings on a traditional Chicago dog? Wow. Oh, my God. Well, I'm assuming that's a hot dog. <laughs> it is so a hot dog. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Ketchup, mustard, pickle, uh, relish. Okay. That white stuff, the... The white kind of like looks like onions, kind of not coleslaw, but it's the onions. Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Thank you. Oh, interesting. I, interesting. Okay, sure. So that's perhaps not it, but um, <laughs> that's what I would say. Okay. I don't know. That wasn't terrible. Okay. Uh, what I is think it? Traditionally, it's mustard, like a bright green relish, <laughs> okay. poppy seed bun, a pickle, tomatoes, and then like. I forget what they're called, like those specific yellow peppers, right? Oh, pepperoncini? Yes, I think so. No, oh. not pepperoncini. No, it's like they're like banana peppers, but they're Bana- small. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Wait, Kate, I know you put, can you repeat that? This is on, you put it on a hot dog? Yeah. It's like all on top. You put tomato, like just like chopped up tomatoes? Like little, I think they're the ones that I've had. I've been to, um, Portillo's a lot recently. Oh my God, like, yes, Portillo's. So fucking good, which is how I know the <laughs> off the top of my head because I've had a lot of Chicago dogs since I've been back nice. in Indiana. And they do like, like almost like those like little slices of tomatoes, but not slices, kind of wedges. Yeah, wedges, um, kind of. But I think it varies. It varies. They're good. But no ketchup. Also, it's like mustard, but not ketchup. And no sauerkraut. No sauerkraut. But I love a big swing. I respect the swing with the sauerkraut. Thank you. Um, okay, Liz, do you know what makes up, like what, if you had to draw a tenderloin, do you know what it would look like? If you had to describe a tenderloin, do you know how one eats a tenderloin? No. Isn't that meat? <laughs> it is yeah. meat. You, you chop it up like meat? I don't know. It's, I don't know it's what like it looks on a like. sandwich, traditionally in like the Midwest. You like, it's oh, like a shit. tenderloin sandwich, kind of. I don't like no. these actually, so I don't eat them and I don't really know. A tenderloin but, like sandwich. Yeah, it's like a breaded tenderloin, mm-hmm. kind of like a hamburger, but yeah, it's, it's like not a burger. Down and, yeah. Is it thin? Yeah. Oh, it, oh, it's thin? Well, kind it's of? Not, yeah, it's like you you <laughs> like take the meat and you pound it and stuff and then you put it into a fryer and then it like yeah. gets crunchy. Oh, never Again, had not, that. Not a huge <laughs> fan. Um, and then this one I think is easy. So actually you've done relatively well. I went with just like the basic ones. Uh, do you know what is in a Buckeye? Certainly not. I've never heard of that. Is that a dessert? Do you dessert? know what a, it looks like? It is a dessert. Ooh. Uh, I have good instincts on this. Uh, <laughs> I did no. not actually realize this was a Midwest thing until I looked it up. And then I was like, oh, I guess a that makes buckeye. sense. guy. No. Does it have nuts in it? I have no, I have no it's clue. A cho- it's like a chocolate peanut butter ball. Like it has mm-hmm. a peanut butter sort of cream and then you dip it in chocolate. 
Do I belong uh, my, in the Midwest? <laughs> Yeah. I've, I've been doing a lot better than I thought. I'm sure you, you thought did do I would better. Do. You did do better than I thought. I knew the Chicago dog would get you, but that was just a tricky <laughs> question. No, um, never yes, you can, come, you can come visit the Midwest anytime. I'll take you to get a tenderloin. I You'll would love that. You'll hate it. <laughs> okay, let's do the miscellaneous questions to wrap this mailbag up. Amelia, let's do it. Um, this is from SB underscore Max underscore Ruthie. What was everyone's favorite childhood present or Christmas present? Sorry. Anybody have any? Great question. Uh, Yeah. Mine, I think, was my American Girl doll. Oh, wow. Um, We they were like a big deal. Yes. We were younger. They were like really pricey. Like everybody wanted to go to the American Girl store. Yeah. And my sister and I got them and we were really into like the historical ones. So I got Mm. Josefina, which was the one that was from like 1800s New Mexico. And she had all these like beautiful like woven clothes and like all these really cool stuff. And then my sister got Elizabeth, who was uh, Felicity's friend from like colonial oh. America. And we used to nice. play like with Josefina and Elizabeth who were from like different <laughs> cultures, different time periods. <laughs> but like knowing us, we like really tried to be like historically accurate. <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to figure out like how their paths could cross. And yeah, I just remember Amazing. we like would dress them up in all these outfits and then we'd just like sit and come up with these really elaborate stories and like not actually move them or talk them. We would just like talk to each other and then we'd change their outfit and do it <laughs> again. Really um, I also fried Josefina's hair with my uh, blow dryer. Oh. Oh, so that was, a, that was a big bummer. She had this like beautiful long braid and I was yes. like so excited to style her hair and I, oh. something happened. I actually do not remember I how it happened, but her hair is like, it looks like mine now. It's like, are you supposed very, to, I feel like it's synthetic hair though, right? Yeah, like, it is. It's, okay. You're not supposed to bring any heat anywhere near it. And no, I genuinely no. don't remember doing it. I don't remember like being like, oh, this is a good idea. I don't know how it happened, but oh. yeah, tough. What about you guys? Um, I got some good Polly Pockets over the years. Oh, I yeah. think I got yes. like an Easy Bake Oven. Like I love the <laughs> yes. little like cash register that I would like pretend to fucking go and like a big <laughs> calculator. I don't know. Like all the really big, oh, enlarged, just like normal human, um, just like objects around the house. Yes. I feel like I just loved, loved. I love that. I remember I, I was really obsessed with Polly Pockets too. And I would pl- make my mom play with me. And I'd be like, come, come over to my Polly Pocket like mansion. And then I'd be like, look at the beautiful view. And then I'd go like, ah, and like throw her off the balcony. I used to do that a lot. Yeah. Why were the Polly Pockets wow. so small? Granted, it's for children. But Great like, question. I just remember like my big sausage fingers couldn't eat. And I was a child at the time. Like, you're, they're a little too small in my opinion. They're a choking hazard. Yeah. They're a choking hazard. That is sure. true. Were you guys into Barbies at all? No, I really detested Barbies. I One time I saw a commercial when I was eating oatmeal and it was like a Barbie commercial. And I don't know why I had this reaction, but like I could never eat oatmeal and look and like think of Barbies again without like what? being like really sick. I don't, it was weird. Whoa. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Wow, traumatic. Yeah, yeah we definitely had a bunch traumatic. of Barbies. And I remember we had like, Cocoum, like the Pocahontas oh my male God. lead Barbie, where he had like tattoos on his chest. Yes. And he was like our like Barbie love interest all the time. And so we'd like Hot. parade our Barbies around and he'd be like our Barbie boyfriend. That's all I got. <laughs> Weird times at the Howell house. <laughs> where was Tyler? In oh, all I don't of know. This. Doing okay. shit in his room. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. From at Belinda AR57. Who are you rooting for going into the final of the wow. Great British Bake Off? I'm so glad you asked this question. <laughs> uh, I have been binging every season of the Great British Bake Off for the last several months. I never talk about reality television on this podcast, so I'm going to finally do that. 
So and this season has been garbage. They no one can bake on this season of the Great British Bake Off. It's kind of wild. It's actually awful. None of them could make brownies. Uh, and I know because I've been watching simultaneously watching old seasons oh, the and then right, I have to right, go back right. to this one. And I'm like, wow, they suck. No, they're um, actually like actively bad. They're so bad. Uh, and they've gotten rid of all the people that I liked. Almost all. They got rid of Hermine last week, which is just inexcusable. Uh, people were up in arms. People are pissed on yeah. Twitter about it. And then they got rid of Lottie, who was my favorite a couple weeks ago. Oh, she wasn't great. It was her time. But, but uh, still, yeah. Yeah, she was what like you, my sarcastic queen. She was great. What do you think of... Do you like Matt Lucas as... No, I literally... Okay. I literally want to throw him off the building. Oh, <laughs> I have never encountered anyone less funny in my entire life. He drives me <laughs> insane. Uh, oh, yeah, God. I hate him. So that's tough. Anyway, who are you rooting for in the final was the question. I'm rooting for Peter. Who's yes. like the little That's the English answer. rose boy with the pink cheeks who just like, he's just, you know, along for the ride. The other two have no personality and should have been gone long ago. So, and I think Peter's actually a genuinely like decent baker. Yeah. He's, yeah, I agree. He's very precise. Yeah. You know, he could have competed on previous seasons. So, yeah, that's my answer. Justice for Hermine. Yeah. That was crazy. Inexcusable. Inexcusable. I'm still not over it. And just, I, Laura has skated by Laura's so many times. Awful. It's kind of wild. Um, and also, if, if you anyone has Netflix, you should watch the first episode because they make these cakes, like these bust cakes. And they're, they're so the bad. worst cakes you have ever seen in your life. Someone tried oh. to make Lupita Nyong'o and it was just like, you should go to prison. This is horrible. horrible. <laughs> really bad. Uh, yeah. I, and I finally know what it's like for Liz to watch me when she's talking about The Bachelor because Liz just <laughs> mentally checked out for the last three minutes of this podcast. I think so you I get like it. this show, Liz. No, I love the show. I just haven't been watching Oh, you haven't recently. watched it? Oh, I'm okay, sorry. Yeah. We spoiled it for you. But now my uh, my mom is home and I'm with her. So I, that's mm. certainly mom. That's good. TV now your content. expectations are good and low for this season. Yeah. Do you exactly. guys think they should get rid of Paul Hollywood? I wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah. yeah. He's, his ego has grown too large it's for the tent. Wild. It's kind of <laughs> wild. Yeah. Although his hair plugs and like his new <laughs> hairdo look really good. They look great. I don't know how outdated. <laughs> like, where is Mary Berry long, long, long gone? Yeah. I know that she yes. was like a whole it's thing. True. And I, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I loved her era and I have not watched since then. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. not sure if I'm ready to go back. Well, and yeah. Prue is it's apparently tough. like a Tory. Ooh, tough. I know. Tough. Kind of like the hits keep coming. Yikes. I know it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, tough season rooting for Peter. Uh, and I'll be sad when I've finished every season possible and I have nothing to watch. Yeah. Okay. Um, next question is from Princess Di at One Final Heist. A little scary. Uh, they asked if you could be a Beth Harmon level prodigy at any sport or art or other endeavor, what would it be? And in what decade? Mm. I have watched The Queen's Gambit at this point. I know when Kate nice. brought up like the chess show, I had no idea what that was. I have since watched it. Um, Did you like it? Loved it. I understand your description. All I remember you telling me about is just like her eyes and just like, it's just about her <laughs> eyes basically. And it is, it's just like the up close <laughs> shots of Anna Taylor-Joy just and her face is so great. Um, okay, so my answer, I've always wanted to be a singer. I would love to Ooh. be just like the amazing, you walk up on, um, you know, one of those, not maybe American Idol, but like a, and a, a show and then like everyone's captivated and then the judge like sheds a single tear. But then I was thinking Beth Harmon is more of like a, uh, a prodigy and also in a man's world. And she kind of just like mm. kicks ass against all these like dumb men. So then I was thinking maybe I'd want to be like a soccer player. 
um, Ooh, or be like yes. a really, really excellent soccer player. Cause then I could do all the little moves and like, you know, run circles around all the guys, which would be cool. What about you guys? I was thinking that. that I would want to be a prodigy at something that I don't have to practice because mm. the Queen's Gambit, like she's incredible at chess, but she also still has to study all the time, which seems mm, hard true. and boring. True. Uh, and if I was like picking a sport, I'd still have to just practice all the time. And I'm like, that what's the true. point of being a prodigy if you still have to work? If you, you still know? have to so work. So then I was like, singing seems like a good one because yeah. you're just good at it. And obviously you have to practice to a certain extent, but like you're also just good at it. Uh, but then I was like, just kind of like what would be a fun like party trick? Mm-hmm. or something and I thought I want to be one of those people that's really good at Rubik's Cubes because you can Whoa, just whip literally. one out <laughs> yeah. and just be like and then like you can do it at a bar I you can do it that. at a party especially if it was like they asked like what decade would you want to do it if like yeah. right after Rubik's Cubes were done <laughs> you're just like unbelievable at it uh, I think you could really go places so, I love that that's a great, great answer thank you oh my gosh Um, I think I would for some reason, like you never, I mean, I'm sure you guys have experienced this where you just go down like a YouTube hole and you're like, I don't know how I ended up here, but I'm here now. Um, I did that once and I landed on this like this this pitcher for the Yankees. His name is Mariano Rivera and he's like a closer. And like they had like, Mar- I don't know how I got there, but it was like. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I know. It was like Mariano Rivera. And they're like, yeah, he's a phenom and like he's a great closer and he saves all these games and he has like a cool like walk-up song and stuff and like he strikes fear into the hearts of you know the other the opposing team and I was like wow that'd be sick to have that like ability to make the other team just like oh fuck she's coming you know like oh that gosh damn true. it you know, mm-hmm. I feel like that would just be cool to have like once. So like and to yeah. be so good under pressure too, to be so right. calm and collected. He's obviously being brought in. Don't know a lot about a closer. And sports, <laughs> I'm but I'm being brought in, in like a crucial moment. Right. I imagine based yes. on his title. And yes. I'm so, I'm such a nervous person. And I'm so like, I just, I, I would love to be more calm and just like everyone's eyes are on you and you just yeah. got it and you know, you got it. Totally. Also, isn't it like you throw like 10 pitches and you're done? I don't know how it yeah, works, but I like somebody so. else has to pitch the whole game. Right. You just waltz in, get all <laughs> yeah, the credit. Exactly. I don't know how baseball works, but that's how <laughs> no, it seems I'm like I'm pretty it works. sure that's how it happened. And then they're just like, wow, you're so awesome. And the other guy's like, you know, icing his arm, being like, <laughs> I can't feel my arm. And you're right. just like, yeah. What and then a you're on the field pick. at center stage, not to make this like a theater reference, but you're center stage when like the great thing happens and everyone rushes right. the field yes. and everyone's like, yeah, you did it. And then the guy who's like been in all game is like, what the fuck? But <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I imagine happens. I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> all right. Great. Anyway, Love that for us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I had to sneak this one in here because I just, thank you, Gabby. Gab- this is from Gabby Bierenbaum at Bierenbaum. Um, which D-list actress could easily join the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? And you know what? This is a great question because Denise is leaving us. I think Garcelle might be leaving us too. And so I thought long and hard about this. And I'm thinking I have a few ideas. So let me know what you guys think. Um, Obviously, okay. I I know I said we should not care about the Kardashian Jenners anymore, but Kris Jenner, I mean, come on, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I agree with you fully. (laughs) Um, I was also thinking maybe Mel B. The Spice Girl? The Spice Girl who has a baby with Eddie Murphy. So that's like kind of, well, she is the Spice Girl, but also like she has that connection too. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what? Freaking T. 
Tish Cyrus isn't doing anything other Dude. than sitting around smoking weed. Yeah. Call She's her meant up. for it. She's also she, so well connected. She's been kind of like spotlight yep. adjacent her whole life. She's also so like, she's so, she's such a good pick, Amelia. I completely agree. Thank she's the right you. age. She's like got the right friend group. Right? Just yeah. like have her go. So yeah. that, those are my thoughts. And then Brandy needs a paycheck. Br- so <laughs> she feels like she could kind of like come in and out all right. the time to like Bring talk to Tish. Brandy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. The last question we have before we wrap this up, we got a couple questions that like kind of had the same theme. Mm-hmm. This one that we chose was from at FLJTS. Uh, so it says, since the Gossip Girl reboot picks have come out, what piece of media that you loved as a kid slash teen do you think could be successfully remade? And what piece of media do you never want to be touched ever? So there's a lot here. I focus more on movies than TV shows just because mm. I feel like movies churn out like a lot. I don't know. It feels like things are constantly being made. Things I never want to be remade. Ella Enchanted, the Anne Hathaway 2004. Incredible movie. Interesting. We should be for that sometime. I love that movie. So good. Why is it so good? Oh my God. My family and I watched that way too many times. That was like the one that all of us I've seen it a bunch. I quote it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Musical numbers. Oh my god. <laughs> Remember how like Heidi Klum is randomly a giant in that movie? She's a giant, yes. Oh my god. Mini drivers in do, it. We gotta she watch dancey. this movie. Yes. Yeah. Fucking Amazing. great. Um, also never want to see a remake of My Big Fat Greek Wedding or Bend oh. It Like Beckham. I love, uh. love, love those movies. Don't yeah. want it to be redone. What about you guys? Do you have anything that you like hold sacred? I think they should never try to remake Harry Potter. I just Really? I, oh, I think wow. that they will. And I just, I mean, they're already remaking like Lord of the Rings as a TV show. I think it's inevitable. I just like, I'm like, you don't just yeah. don't. Harry Potter would be good as a TV show. You'd it'd cover more stuff. I do. I just, oh, I'm that's like, a good idea. yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I yeah. guess maybe in like 30 years they can do sure. it. But right now I'm like, just don't, just don't, just, don't mess no. with it. Do you think the OG um, cast would like come back as like little cameos <laughs> or, like, yeah. Yeah. or something? Yeah. Ooh. Maybe. Yeah. And then I, uh, I don't know. I guess like a lot of the books that I named earlier, I like don't want them. I wouldn't want them to like remake Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I don't want them to like, yeah, you yeah. know, try to make, you know, failed series out of books that I really like too. So totally. yeah, I don't know. I'm honestly pretty open to like them trying to do things though, for the most part. Like I don't have anything that I love mm-hmm. so much that I don't want someone to try. Cause like you can just not watch it, you know, mm-hmm. like if it right. sucks, just don't watch it. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. I don't know. I'm yeah. not that protective. I'm into like remaking things of like the technology could like improve the actual Ooh. viewing experience. Like sure. I wrote down, and this is the second time I've referenced this movie, this pod. I can't believe it. But A Land Before Time about oh, dinosaurs. There you go. Now with modern day animation, why is there not more dinosaur content in general in children's movies? It feels like huh. it's like fantastical in it's yeah. like in theory, but it's like actually something that happened. More Crazy. dinosaur movies. That's Crazy a great to think about. A great uh that's a yeah, that, great yeah, hill to die. Why not? <laughs> yeah, right. You know what movie they should never remake also is uh, The Princess Bride. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Just don't Can't touch be it. Beat. Don't touch it. And I think they <laughs> so were talking true. about doing something with it. And I was like, no. They could do no. something about that rat scene. Is that that like stuffed animal? <laughs> Rodents of unusual size? <laughs> yeah. Excuse you? <laughs> <laughs> that looked like a stuffed animal. But yeah. Oh, okay. Right before we end, I just wanted to give a special shout out to Nate Todd, who suggested that we create a Facebook group for they can. So it's for people who can connect and make friends with others who also have great taste. And that came in the mailbag. I was just like, oh, I really appreciate that. We won't. But thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Connect over the tea time comments, perhaps. Well, actually, Um, we can make one. We can make one. 
Facebook is so evil, you guys. Okay, Do we well, want yeah, to create a group? Well, well, yeah. But then people maybe. can bond and chat. But then also people could maybe shit talk us when we're like having an off day. <laughs> But so, then we would probably, find out yeah. how many people we would have like 30 people and then we'd be like, oh, wow. <laughs> Shut up, Kate. It'd be 30 dedicated <laughs> listeners. Yeah, that's, that's our whole fan base. That's true. Whatever. You're right. We right. love you guys. If you really want it, if maybe this like appeals to you, just, you know, write us. Write us. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for sending in those questions. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.